Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Katie F., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Monday, June 13th, 2022, and today we're reading from the big book, and we're in Bill's story, page nine, the sixth paragraph, but he did no ranting, ending with, it worked, just reading that one paragraph. The readers are, and thank you for your service, for the 12 steps. Naomi G.B. for the 12 Traditions, Joanne L. Reading the text are Jack W. and Dara L. and Kathy S. is our backup. The newcomer greeter is Rebecca A. and the host of the second hour is Betsy H. The reference number for Sunday, June 12, 2022 special edition meeting is 19,061. That's 19061. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Naomi GB to read the 12 steps. Good morning, everybody. Um, This is Naomi GB, Ontario, Canada, uh, with the 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, Humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. And I apologize, I forgot to to qualify. I am a compulsive overeater. Thank you. Thank you, Naomi. Okay, I will now ask Joanne L. to read the 12 traditions. 
Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Katie, for your service. Joanne L. from Rhode Island, recovered in Rhode Island. The 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. Least problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, OA Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. I thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Joanne. Okay, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. And today we resume our study of the big book in Bill's story on page nine, the sixth paragraph, but he did no ranting, ending with it worked, reading the one paragraph only. I will ask Jack W. to begin reading. Oh, thank you so much, Matt. My name is Jack W. I'm a compulsive overeater from Vero Beach, Florida. But he did no ranting. In a matter of fact way, 
in a matter of fact way he told me how two men had appeared in court persuading the judge to suspend his commitment. They had told of a simple religious idea and a practical program of action. That was two months ago and the result was self-evident. It worked. Um, good morning, everyone. I just um, wasn't expecting to do the big book reading and uh, a little nervous. I guess ever since she told me that I was reading that, I started, my heart started racing a little bit. But I can just so relate to uh, the courtroom uh, experience because that's how my recovery with addiction started. Um, my After my sixth uh, DUI, I went to court and the judge had me go to 10 AA meetings before I came back to court for my, uh, I'll say my decision or the judge's decision. And that's where I found people like me that had the same issue uh, with uh, alcohol that they, when they start, they couldn't stop. And I wanted to stop for a long time and just couldn't. And, and they had smiles on their faces and uh, I wanted that way of life. So long story short, I um, put down the alcohol in 88, put down the nicotine in 89, and food became a, a real issue for me. And I went to treatment in 1990. And, you know, this roller, roller coaster ride, but I knew God had a plan. He had um, released me from the deadly gutter of alcoholism and drug addiction that was all my friends thought I was going to die. So I, I knew if he did that for me, he, there was a way for me to get peace with food addiction. But it's been a long road. road. And I, um, there was a lady that's in the program, and she had done a Vision for You with a Vision for You sponsor, and she just had the glow. I could tell she had had the spiritual awakening and she had left another program that we were both in together. And I said, you know what? I need to make a change and try something different. I thought that was just going to be the way it was, but I found I got a, got on the meeting called the man who stepped up with uh, time available to sponsor. I called him. He said, hey, I think I know what's wrong with you because he had the same addiction or same issues with some trigger foods, and he took me off of some foods that were causing me to binge. And uh, we worked the steps together. It took a little more than two months because it was around Christmas, and I procrastinated a little bit. But it wasn't much longer to get through the steps, and God just did it to me. I mean, I felt the peace that I had been longing for and the neutrality with food. It was just amazing. And uh, so I'm plugging away on a daily basis, trying to help other people when I get the opportunity, asking God to show me how I can be of service and uh, Time, please. Being, tra being transparent to my sponsor. And uh, I'll end with that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jack. Okay, so although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience. 
So who would like to share on the sixth paragraph on page nine? Star one to unmute. Christina J. Christina J. Linda D. Linda D. Terry L. Terry L. Got room for more. Christina L. Christina L. Lynn F. Lynn from New Jersey. Lynn S. Tom A. Tom A. Thank you for not all talking at once. Okay, let's go with this list. Christina J., Linda D., Terry L., Christina L., Lynn S., and Tom A. Go ahead, please, Christina J. Good morning. Christina J. from the state of Washington. I didn't really want to go first, but there was silence, and God said, put your name. Okay, I'm recovered for today, and soon I'm going to be a resident of North Carolina. And it's been a crazy month so far. And you know what the miracle is? This program works. I'm not in the food, and I was telling my sponsor last night how horrible it would be to be in the food today during this time of stress, because moving is not a cakewalk, and from Washington to North Carolina is a long damn way. I'm walking with God today. They had told of a simple religious idea and a practical program of action. I came in in 2015 in Division specifically, the OA healthy meeting here, and um, I started doing the action, practical program of action. I thought I had God, thought I had the simple religious idea, but I was missing one thing, and I wanted that spiritual awakening. I wanted that sunlight of the Spirit. How do you get to that? Surrender. We have a member that talks about that extensively. Surrender, surrender, surrender. What does that mean to surrender to God? To do this practical program of action every day, to walk this thing, and in my 11-step prayer and meditation, pausing throughout the day, doing my 10 steps, clearing off that top layer of dross that starts building up. Without that, I ain't got no relationship. I got to walk with this love of my life every day. And how do I do that with these steps? This this program has given me steps to do that. This is a miracle program. I went to many spiritual retreats. I did many spiritual conventions and learned how to meditate with a special big teacher and all that. But until I took my life, my daily BS to God, through these steps, this is how, how I learned to come to God, is through these steps in a bigger way. I was in religion and churches and spiritual things all my life, but until I came to this program and surrendered, this is a deep program. The food is in the way of that. Got to get the food down, and then the real work of recovery of the soul, of recovery of the love of your life inside of yourself, that personal relationship. And these steps give you a way to work that every day, to come to this power that you choose and to surrender your life and to have a tender, beautiful, strong relationship with this love. It's not outside of ourselves. 
humans can be wonderful, but you've got to walk it personally. So to me, this little paragraph is a miracle. They suspended his um, commitment, and they told of a simple religious idea. It took me a long time to get that simple religious idea and to merge it with the practical program of action. I'm almost two years now. That was two years ago I started really doing this, and the result is evident today. Time, please. I don't want the food. It's in the way. It makes me sick to think of going back to the food and having that clog up my relationship to God. Love you guys. You've helped me do it one day at a time. I pass. Thank you so much, Christina J. Okay, Linda D., you're up, followed by Terry L. Good morning, everyone. It's Linda D., recovered, not cured, in Connecticut. I um, I don't know how to follow that. That was a really beautiful share. Okay, I'll follow it. Just open my mouth and let the God of my understanding speak. I love this program. I particularly love uh, Vision for You because it has given me eight and a half years of recovered. That's a testimony to God. When I started... I was still broken and shattered because I really didn't have a relationship with God. Some people do, but I didn't. And this program gave that to me. And I will copy what was just said because it's true. It's self-evident that it works because God is real, really, really, really real. And inside and filled with love and the um, ability, God has the ability to guide each person in a unique way. And I'm one of those people, it's thrilling not to have to overeat. It's thrilling to take each day, and they can be very overwhelming because there's a lot to heal. I was um, a very self-destructive person with food, all food. And it's sickening to think of some of the places I've been because of that. And it ripped my life in half and shattered it like a piece of glass. And now I'm healing. And it is such a wonderful, wonderful thing to love God, to love myself, and to love other people. And there are many challenges. So what? I have God. I have you. And I'm so grateful to be here in this very, very healthy renaissance of all of OA. We all have a shot at it. Keep coming. It really works. And I got to surrender, surrender, surrender to love. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Linda D. Okay, Terry L., you're up, followed by Christina L. Hi, everybody. Uh, good morning. Uh, this is uh, Terry from Massachusetts, and um, my very first time talking to you guys. Um, I was, you know, when you, we were reading about um, this um, simple religion idea, um, I wanted to share that uh, I had... Um, a formal religion, and I still do, and uh, it helped me so far, but I also needed something more, 
and that was the the steps of um, the program. And I find that uh, where it says um, two months ago and the result was self-evident, it worked. And I think uh, I was searching uh, with the formal religion for a long, long time. And um, once that happened and I was drawn to the program, it really, really helped me. And the door was open for me to keep getting recovered recovery, keep getting recovery. And I find that um, that's really, really helped me a lot. Um, I've had a different route. I've had a lot of trauma, but, um, you know, being and working on the steps and um, being uh, sugar and flour free, it has helped me tremendously to go forward in my life. And um, right, Bill, uh, I feel like... um, I was on a road, you know, I am on a road to recovery. I'm not quite recovered. Everybody says recovered. I don't think I'm quite there yet because I still have different triggers and I don't I don't follow the triggers. But um you know, I I really believe that there is a cure for this. Um but anyways, um I I don't know what else to say, only that uh, you you just got to keep on coming. You know, whether you have it or you don't have it, it's important to keep on coming. Um, And, you know, I've seen people come and go. But the main thing is, no matter what, and Vision for You has been wonderful for me, you know, and the people in Vision for You, when I I, uh, first came in, which wasn't long ago, uh, the the people called. I, I couldn't believe all the uh, texts I got and all the calls I got. And one person, the very first time, uh, you know, called me and uh, and I I'm almost finished with um, you know, the steps with her. So it's like it's it really is. I've had a lot of miracles, a lot of miracles in my recovery. So um, I know that. Um, Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but it will materialize if we work for it. So uh, thank you, and this is Terry from Rochester, Massachusetts. Thank you, Terry. Okay, Christina L., you're up, followed by Lynn S. Good morning, Katie. Thanks so much for your service. Good morning, everyone. And um, this is Christina L., Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Florida. And um, I just love this. I got to stop saying that. I love every paragraph. Um, But I've really enjoyed the shares and just really grateful for what I have been hearing. And uh, I think back to when I first came into the rooms and, um, you know, my first meeting, I'm remembering it. I was I was just terrified. And I remember that nobody in there did any ranting. Um, you know, they were, they were just really excited about it. And it was a, it was a brand new big book meeting that had just opened probably like two months before I even walked through those doors. And, um, I remember feeling terrified. I remember hearing, you know, that they said, just try it, just try it. You know, the idea of getting abstinent, of putting down all those foods just absolutely terrified me. Um, and it was it wasn't until six weeks later that I you know just surrendered to it just to try it and see what would happen and I remember also hearing the steps read 
and probably not the first night, I don't think, but probably in the weeks that followed, like here in the steps and just knowing that this was exactly where I was meant to be. Um, this is exactly what I was looking for, even though I didn't realize it, because what I was looking for before was a spiritual weight loss program. And what I had in mind for a spiritual weight loss was a program that used Bible verses to fear me into being abstinent and to not eat the way that I was eating and stuff. And, you know, thank God that I have a God today that is not punishing, that that loves me unconditionally just as I am. And I really thank God that that was not what this program was about. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, um, and just to echo what everybody else has been saying, you know, it, I it did not happen for me overnight. Um, I think that's been something that I've really been sharing with a lot of the newcomers that, or, or people in relapse lately, that, you know, I didn't get to where I am overnight. You know, it's taken, it's taken these last nine years to get to where I am today, and every time I fell, I picked my, well, God helped me pick myself back up, and then I learned from what it was that had happened the previous time, and this last time, you know, what was very, very evident to me was um, the emotional sobriety and playing the victim, um, poor me, the self-pity, you know, when something happens, and I would just, go back to the food and Time know, today I made that thing I've made that choice that food is no longer an option for me and I'm just so grateful for this program with that I'll pass thanks so much for your service thank you Christina L okay Lynn S you're up followed by Tom A good morning everyone this is Lynn F recovered in Pennsylvania thank you for your service Katie and I'm grateful to be on the line today um, and what I uh, would like to share, like, kind of starts in the paragraph prior um, to the one we read and talking about he had that starry-eyed look and he was on fire all right. And the other pieces that pick up that stand out for me, there's no ranting. It was a matter of fact. There was a simple, there's a simple religious idea and a practical program of action. And, you know, when I look at those lines that I stated there, um, I can see the framework of a recovered person. I can see what it means to be a sponsor and sponsored. Those are the pieces that are important, that are empowering. Those are the pieces that speak. When someone rants um, the program of recovery to me, I don't listen. Um, And I've had that experience. I've had sponsors try to sell me on their way of doing things and it didn't work for me. Um, But when I have someone, um, when I encounter a person who is um, recovered on the inside and uh, able to hope and, you know, hold the door open for me, you know, those are the people that become my spiritual teachers or my fellows. Um, And that starry-eyed look, you know, we know that look. We do know that look, whether it's um, in us or in others. It's very attractive. So what can I do today to take care of myself and to be this person today, you know, to not rant? 
um, when I'm ranting, I'm not aligned with God. I'm not focused on my 10, 11, and 12, right? When I am in, um, when I'm in danger of, of falling back, of telling, of not doing this program, that's what I get, right? So today, here I am, I'm, I'm doing this practical program one day at a time one moment at a time trudging with all of you um and i get a chance today i get a chance to um relate in my community to relate with my fellowship as um a recovered person so that's what i have today and uh, thanks for letting me share thank you lynn f i thought it was lynn s from new jersey but we had lynn f from pennsylvania Okay, um, if there's Lynn S is there, let me know. Um, okay, Tom A, you're up. Hi, this is Suze, S-U-Z-E-S from New Jersey. Oh, and you had given your name? Okay, um, how about let's have Tom A first and then we'll have you, Suze. Tom, star one. Okay, Tom. Tom. Oh, there you are, Tom. Great. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah, Tom, a uh, recovered compulsive eater from Greenbelt, Maryland. Really appreciate uh, this meeting and everything I get from it. Uh, You know, the thing that comes out to me in this paragraph is the amount of love based on spirituality that's in play uh, that these two men appeared in court. Uh, these were wealthy men who didn't have to appear in court, didn't have to do anything, but they were already beginning the notion of pass it on and uh, uh, showed up and they, you know, that they, they, they didn't rant because it was spiritually driven. They, they, knew that it was a gift that recovery abstinence is a gift and uh, I first came to OA uh, over 40 years ago and I was had been in AA six months before and went to a meeting and was talking to a woman after the meeting and I said how long have you been sober and she told me about OA and I weighed 250 pounds and she said to me uh, well when you're ready we'll be there she, she didn't say, man, you are really overweight and look disgusting. Why don't you join me at the meeting? Uh, she said, when we're ready, we'll be there. And that's the message of, of not ranting, I think, of just being available. I had, I had a guy call me back last night who I had sponsored for a while, and he tried it his way. And he called to report it wasn't working so well. And so I talked with him about his choices, and he can decide whether he wants to try to go through the steps again. The but there's I guess if I was going to change one word in the book, and I know we don't change works in the book, they had a simple to me it would be a spiritual idea. This book was written in the context of Christianity in the nineteen thirties, uh which is a much broader spiritual uh circle these days. But somehow I have to find a spirit uh connection to a higher power that is bigger than me and uh, both guides me and, and gives me care 
And when I do that, then I can, and I practice this program, all 12 steps, uh, and put that into action every day, I do get healthier. I do become recovered. When I first came to vision, I used to think that saying you're recovered was kind of a snobbish thing and it was elitist and separating people. But I now recognize that it's really the, do we want the gift uh, that the 12 steps offer or not? And if I want it, then I embrace a higher power and I ask for help and I work these 12 steps and I pass it on. And when I do those things, I am recovered. Time, I, please. Yep, have more neutrality with food. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Tom. Okay, Suze S., you're up, and then we'll open it up for more shares. We're on page nine, the sixth paragraph. He did no ranting. Go ahead, please, Suze. Hi, this is Suze S. from New Jersey. Very grateful and recovering in this program. I'm still fairly new to the work, not to the knowledge of OA, and certainly not to my sponsor who's been patient. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm new to the work, and um, listening to this paragraph, it's so good. Um, I've been parts of religion where people do rant at me and things. And to me, it's all about having a spiritual program. I still can't, I'm still having trouble divorcing the whole idea of diet or self-image or something. But I know that I'll learn that with the steps and I'm, a solid step one person, but I just wanted to speak today just to say that I'm three weeks uh, abstinent and uh, I'm just very happy and very grateful that I have that opportunity. And also um, I'm looking for a nutritionist now, but, uh, and I know there are many, uh, so I'm working on that, but I, I love the idea of people not ranting at me and, you know, people just, being and hearing this positive, positive message from this program on a vision for you. Um, the outreach is interesting for me. Um, someone just sent me a list, a meeting list, which is marvelous. And I know we can also get them from uh, a vision for you um, and you know, online. So this is all new to me. But it's all wonderful to me. It's still very scary to me. But I just know that I'm forging a new relationship with my higher power. And I know I live my life spiritually. I try to. So I'm beginning to turn away from the, the uh, terrors of what goes on in life and the, the fears and everything. Because those are my non-food triggers. Um, and I just want to turn my higher power with these things and, and just surrender. So thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Suze. Okay, so um, if you haven't shared in the last three days, um, please press star one and give me your first name and the initial of your last name and where you're from. Donna F. Donna F. Donna as F. As in Frank. Julie H. Julie H. Scott S. in Florida. Scott S. is in Sam? Yes. Okay. Vasa. Vasa. 
Vasha O. Vasha O. Anita J. Anita J. There's someone else that I think has spoken up, but I didn't get their name. Janice S. Janice S. Janice S. Blanca B. Blanca B. D. Blanca B. D. Did you get Rachel K? I did not. Okay, we'll stop there with Rachel K. We have 19 minutes, and we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people. So I'm sorry, not everyone's going to get a turn, but let's. Here's the lineup: Donna F, Julie H, Scott S, Vasa O, Anita J, Janice F, Blanco B D, and Rachel K. Is it Anita L? Okay, I thought it was Anita J. Okay, go ahead, Donna F. It's Donna S. as in Sam. Okay, thank you. Go ahead, Donna S. as in Sam. Hi. Um, thank you so much for everybody for their shares this morning and your service. I'm very grateful to be here. But um, I'm, li- I'm listening to the shares and that paragraph. And I, it brings me back to when I came back, came into the um, program many years ago. I came into a different program. And I remember how I came in. I was working and someone came to my house and I was, I was so upset. I, prob- I was crying. I was probably ranting and raving myself. I was just so, so, so depressed, didn't know where to go. And this angel basically came to my house that I was working with and said to me, she goes, you need to go to, to um, another program. And I went there and I found recovery. Now, at that time, did I know that this person was an angel that came to my house? No, I didn't. But that was my first spiritual awakening when I look back. A total stranger told me what, where to go. And that brought me to um, recovery from smoking cigarettes, um, a more emotional recovery through Al-Anon, and then um, OA, my last, my last stop. I still attend the Al-Anon meetings once a week. But my OA is my uh, main program. I got a lot of support. It's, you know, I have a good sponsor now that understands me, doesn't uh, tell me, you know, what I have to uh, eat. I go from a nutritionist or, um, you know, get the help that I need that way. And I get a lot of emotional support working, working the steps with her now. She's a new sponsor, but it's very, it's very good. I've talked to other few seemed very like stuck this is the way it's got to be but um I've learned that everybody has it's tailored to everybody and I have to find the right fit for me so today I keep coming back every day I've been coming here coming to meetings for many years and I know that I can't leave I have to work these steps daily with all your help thank you thank you for for being here Thank you, Donna S. And Julie H., you're up, followed by Scott S. Julie H., star one. Okay, let's go on to Scott S. 
We'll see if Julie H. comes back. Hi, can you hear me? I can now, yes. Thank you, moderator. My, my name is Scott S. I'm a recovering one day at a time food um, addict in, I live in South Florida. I wanted to um, talk a little bit about this theme about ranting and, and the manifestation. And for me, ranting and resentment sort of hold hands with each other. And in my life, have taken me through my life. And, you know, I, I was, I grew up as a kid, not thinking I was, I could eat just however I wanted to, because I grew so fast and weight never showed up on me until much later in life. And so when I was just abusing food because I didn't create the controls inside of me, at least I didn't think I did, I resented my parents. And when I was unable to stop eating, I resented God. And when I was um, you know, in a near-death experience, I also resented God. Like, why, why are you putting me here? Why can I not deal with all of this? Why is all of this happening to me? Why am I the victim? And the fact that I could be uncontrollably overeating all the time it wasn't my fault. It was like the world's fault. It was God's fault for letting me get involved. And I would, I would ask God to help me recover from this. And I would do all kinds of diets and I would be completely unsuccessful until the day I came into program and realized God, my higher power is not the enemy. It is not the enemy who judges me. It's not the enemy who, who wants to see me fail. It's the person or the entity or the spirit that I walk with hand in hand in this program of recovery because I don't understand myself enough to trust that I can do the right thing or that I know what the right thing is. But when I have my higher power, a power of my understanding, and I surrender my will and my life over to the care of that power, then I can start making decisions with that higher power that benefit me. Once I give up the fact that I cannot control certain aspects of my life, then I'm opening myself up to recovery. When I can stop ranting and resenting and start accepting and believing that there is a path that I can follow with a higher power greater than myself, that restores me to sanity and makes me successful one day at a time in recovery. Thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you, Tom. Okay, Julie H., are you back? Okay, Vasa O, you're up, followed by Anita J. Yes, good morning, everyone. Thank you, Katie, for your service. Vasa, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. And there's 480 people on the phone bridge right now. And when I came to the vision for you 10 years ago, so there were only like, you know, maybe not even 200 yet. And it's amazing. I mean, there's thousands of people now. And I am so grateful I heard the solution after being into the food addiction for 25 years of my life and trying to put it down by myself, by my own willpower. And everything I did, I just failed. And yes, I ranted and I raved over the years. But I didn't realize that the food was a drug or I had a allergy or, or it was disease and I've been trying to control it all by myself 
and I failed over and over. So just before I found the program, I remember coming home from shopping. I was by myself, and I remember reaching out to God. I did have religion, you know, but I did not have a relationship. I guess every once in a while I did, you know, because I reached out to God that night, and I said, wherever you are, please give me the sign, show me where you are. My life was, I just felt so, like, with with the food, and my life was just unmanageable because I tried to manage it, not with just the food and with with life and life problems. And not too long after that, I found the 12 steps for Overeaters Anonymous. It is by the grace of my higher power, which I call today. He did send an angel to my house, and she 12-stepped me quickly before I went to my first meeting for about a week. And she told me, put everything aside you know by yourself about the food, and put the food down, clean house, and pass it on. I, I was just, I, I just, how could this be? And she said, well, this is a practical program or an action, and just do it. And that's what I did. And it says here that was two months ago, and the result was self-evidence. It worked. And it worked. It was a miracle. And I'm saying, how could this work? And she said, you just surrender, which I did. I, she, so I did it within four or five days. Surrender, put the food in God's hands, and ask for forgiveness, and follow through with the, with the steps. And I hear, hear at the meeting, people can, you know, they can get a newcomer through the steps if they, once they put the food, the food down in about four or five days. Well, that's what happened to me. But I did. Time, please, thank you. Wrap it up. I continued um, studying the steps. Thank you for letting me share. I pass. Thank you, Vasa. And I apologize. That was Scott S. Before Vasa and Julie H. I don't know if you've come back. If not, Anita J. Followed by Janice S. Could it have been Lee H.? Maybe. Yeah, go ahead, Lee. Okay. If you said your name. Yeah, okay. Well, Katie, thank you so much for moderating. And this is Lee H. and recovered in Tennessee. And I've been so blessed just hearing all the shares this morning. Um, I'm so thankful for, for the big book. And every paragraph is starting to speak to me. It used to be that I would look at it and couldn't relate, but... Um, this idea of ranting, um, Bill evidently um, had heard ranting before. <laughs> he knew what that was, and it's a wild, extravagant speech. And um, the fact that he is seeing something different uh, in Ebby, and uh, that was me. I used to rant. I used to try to convince people that I was right try to get them to understand me, Um, and that was when I was in the food. And I ate because people didn't understand me, and I was so frustrated. Um, But I love this idea that 
And there's another thing, too. It was like when I came into the program, I thought I was going to have to lose so much. Not, not even, it wasn't even about the weight, but just uh, the idea of giving up and then well, what was going to go in its place. Uh, I just couldn't stand the idea of, of feeling empty. And, of course, that's what the food did for me was, you know, not feel empty. But once I understood that there are emotions that I have and that I have to take care of those emotions in a different way, not with food, not with anything outside myself, and to understand that my higher power loves me and wants to give me something. My higher power wants to give me so much more than, than what I could ever imagine. And um, I just wanted to share that this morning because my higher power really helped me and my husband this past week. We were on a, on a uh, trail, and we got off the track, and we ended up on a very treacherous part of this hike. And um, my higher power sent two angels to help me and my husband out. Otherwise, it would have been, it, it could have been disastrous, especially for my husband, who is diabetic and has Parkinson's. So um, I'm just seeing the promises. I'm seeing God. I'm, I'm having an, a spiritual experience now like I've never had before. So thanks so much for letting me share, and I'll pass. Thank you, Lee, and I'm so glad you all are okay. Anita J., you're up, followed by Janice F. Anita J., star one. Oh, I didn't hear my name. All right, hi, it's Anita J., <clears throat> recovered in Massachusetts. Uh, we're all honing in on ranting, but it's the, but he did know ranting. And the thing is about that, I knew he was going to rant or anybody. I always knew ahead of time what you were going to do, which is why I never listened. All I heard was blah, 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 whether it had to do with food or any other decision that I've always thought I knew. I just find now that I realize that the surrender and the letting go of control in any area just scared me to death. And um, what changed? You know, the program didn't change. Something with me changed. Finally, the last house on the block, but I'd been in this last house for, for years. But if with closed ears, it didn't matter. I could have just been going to the movies every night. It didn't matter if I thought I knew. And when I finally surrendered, and it took vision. I know people say, well, it's just a healthy meeting. Well, maybe there aren't that many healthy meetings then. Because between how they presented it on vision in 2014 and now, I mean, it has just been a miracle. And um, I'm just very grateful that that starry-eyed look, yeah, I've, I've had that. I can see it in others, too. And it's just a wonderful feeling that I could never get on my own. So I thank God that I'm sure he thinks, oh, thank goodness, I need a found vision. Because he's been very patient, and, uh, which he is, of course, and I pass.
Thank you, Anita. Okay, Janice S., you're up, followed by Blanca BD. We have about four minutes. Well, we actually have three, so go ahead, Janice S. Go ahead, Janice S. Good morning. I'm Janice S. from Tennessee, and I am a compulsive overeater recovered for today. Uh, The reading today just um, reminded me of another reading that I had done earlier. Um, Bill's friend that had visited had, had made a significant change, and I think what he recognized of course, we talk about the ranting, but his his everything had changed for this friend. And something that I read earlier was that God had created a bubbling spring of joy. I think that that's what happens to us when we surrender our will to God's will. That bubbling spring of joy is what I hear in voices on this call every morning. I hear that. I don't hear ranting. I hear people sharing their experience, strength, and hope. And it's not ranting. It is telling me something that I want, something that I I want to have in, in my in my life so that I can also share. And I believe that that's what Bill's friend had gotten. He had a bubbling spring of joy. Um, that that's what we that's what we share. That's what we pass on. And once we receive that, once we get that, then we share that, and we no longer rent. You know, when I get together with my family now, I'm just I'm in a different place. I enjoy things on a different level, and and people enjoy that from me as well. I just wanted to share that this morning. I do thank all of you for being here. Thank everyone for their service. Have a great day. Okay, Blanca okay, BG, Blanca thank BG, you. Thank you. And we and have one minute have for Rachel K. Oh no, that was that was Janice S. I'm sorry, people are texting me and it's really confusing me. Blanca BG, um, if you want to take one minute, I apologize for being scattered this morning. Thank you, Janice S., for your share. Can you hear me? Yes. Is this Blanca BG? Yes, it is. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your amazing shares. Thank you, moderator. the one thing that I've heard, I'll be, I'll be quick. The one thing that I've heard throughout this meeting this morning from so many is I couldn't stand the thought of facing life without food or without whatever their addiction was at the time. And to me, that's the basis of my entire addiction. My entire addiction sprang out of my not being able to face life head on. Couldn't bear it could not bear to look at my life and see the reality of it, and therefore, I needed a substance. And there's no doubt in my mind, there began my addiction. Even as a little girl, I couldn't stand it. You know, I couldn't stand looking at my life the way it was. There's got, this is horrible. Parents fighting, um, <clears throat> not having enough money, uh, everyone unhappy. And then as I got older, it got harder and harder to face life. Couldn't do it could not do it without some kind of substance. But now through the help of OA, 
and I've been in 21 years now, 22 years. It takes some work, but I'm able to do that. Still painful, but without it, I will continue needing my addiction to distort my reality. I want to face life head on so badly, no matter what the cost. I want to face it so I can be happy. And um, I'm able to do that. I continue um, through the grace of the program. Thank you. I'll pass. Thank you so much. And I apologize for my muffled ears this morning. Um, And I want to thank everyone who shared. And please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. And the share ID for today, June 13th, 2022, 7 a.m. meeting is 19,062. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Dara L. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Great. Thank you so much. This is Dara L. I'm a recovered compulsive eater in Philadelphia. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.